and welcome back for another episode of the Red Arrows F1 podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Lucas, and here we have we have Jake. Hi guys. And we have a new host, Alex. Hello. Yes. So we're gonna be talking a little bit about Monza, a little bit about, a little bit about the future. So talk about Monza, of course, we, we have to talk about the safety car. Yeah, um, I'm not going to complain because I'm a Max fan, but I do think I can see other people's point of views, and I can see that they're annoyed because, um, like Abu Dhabi, that's kind of what happened in Abu Dhabi, so I can see people being annoyed about that, but I'm happy about it. Yep, um, same opinion here. You can tell that it might be annoying for those Mercedes fans not seeing those left cars go by, but the Max fan, I do stay delighted delighted with uh, the FIA. Yeah, uh, me as a Mercedes fan, I think consistency is a good thing, and in this case, they followed the regulations. Uh, it was a bit boring, and I think at a certain point, with, like, five laps left, if a car crashes at a certain point, and especially since they had to bring a truck on to the track, I think at a certain point you have to red flag it. Red, yeah, like, I mean, also, I think, I mean, I don't think the safety car needed to be out for that long. I feel like the safety car could have ended at least a lap earlier and given. The racers, like, one lap to try and catch up with each other. But, um, I mean, yeah, you brought up consistency. That is what happened last year. So, I mean, at least they're doing the same thing and not altering it. Yeah, and I think because their whole thing in Abu Dhabi, Massey's whole thing was to make the race finish exciting. And it, it was exciting. Very, I, I can very exciting. Uh, and Monza was boring at the end. But if you red flag it, you can keep that excitement without putting it in a situation where one person has an advantage or just ending on a boring race. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm not going to complain, but yeah, I can, I can see why people are annoyed with that. And... If I was a Mercedes fan or Ferrari fan, I would also be annoyed with that. Alright, and the other big news from the week, Nick DeVries is fantastic. Yeah, I would say I, I'm thoroughly surprised that he did as well as he did, because he had a shaky first couple of practices, so I didn't think he was going to be as good in qualifying in the race, but he did end up making it to Q2, I was surprised about that. Um... And then he had a fantastic race, fantastic debut. I mean, I think he did a very good job. I'm proud of him. Yeah, um, I do agree. I think um, we were all shocked by his performance in the race. Um, F1 debut and absolutely shines. Gets more points than Latifi. Latifi Um, sucks. And uh, at the end... couldn't even get himself out of the car because his shoulders were yeah, dead. They they had to bring out mechanics to get him out. But I'm gonna say you were all surprised. I was not surprised. I've I've been a fan of, of DeVries. 
uh, for a while uh, through his Formula E uh, career and uh, his F2 career. And he he is a fantastic driver. Does he deserve an F1 seat? I do think so. I do think that he should take Latifi's seat because Latifi is absolutely terrible right now. And I just don't see himself coming back from this terrible season he has. So I do think Nick DeVries definitely has a future in F1. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if Nick DeVries deserves a seat in F1, but I do know that he deserves a seat in F1 over Latifi. Nicholas Latifi, yeah, 100%. And I don't know if he'll be racing for Williams or a different team, and you can see, I mean, he's, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what team he's going to race for if he even does end up racing F1, but I do think that he deserves a seat in F1. Uh, I think yeah. I think it would be Williams, because he is a Mercedes driver, and Williams kind of feeds into Mercedes a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think... The only reason you could think of um, of Williams holding on to Latifi and not putting Nick DeVries in a seat. I mean, what That's if... That's Canada. Is, um... Nick Latifi just brings so much marketing and publicity to Williams. And I feel like... But he sucks. If he, if, he, if he wasn't there... I would care about Williams a lot less than I do because Gotifi is yeah, in well, the other thing is, Cash is king. His dad's a billionaire. That brings mm-hmm. money to Williams. It's a struggling team. Trying to return to its 80s and 90s prowess and hasn't really succeeded. Not at all. Yeah. And talking about the other Williams driver, uh, Albon. He's back home in Monaco. That's after, good. After complications in the surgery. Respiratory thing. Yeah, respiratory failure. But good job for doctors uh, keeping him keeping, keeping him healthy. And uh, uh, the Mercedes Twitter admin sent out a tweet saying, uh, need you back for Singapore, Alex. Who else is going to tell George to keep his shirt on? <laughs> that was oh. that the the social media admin are just peak peak comedy yeah and uh, uh Albon released a message saying he's good and uh but it is it'll be tough for him to prepare for Singapore 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 and Monaco are probably the toughest races for the drivers, and especially Singapore because of the heat. Uh, I've been I've been to the track. It's so hot, even at night. It's so hot. Uh, Maybe it's because you were there. What? Maybe it's because you were there. <laughs> it's definitely a possibility. Uh, yeah. Uh. But it's it's such a demanding track. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a tough race. Um, uh, I'm gonna bring this up now, but Max does have a chance of winning the drivers' championship in Singapore. Um, he needs to win the race, and he needs Charles to finish in P9 or below, and Checo to finish in I believe it's P4 without the fastest lap or P5 with the fastest lap. Uh, 
and then, it, I thought it was P6. Oh, I don't know. Maybe P5 or P6. But, um, yeah, I I don't do not think he's going to win in Singapore this week, considering how good Charles has been this year and how good Chaco has been this year. But I do think, I mean, I just don't see anybody else winning the championship unless something ridiculous happens, like he gets injured. I just don't see anybody else winning. Yeah. I, honestly, even if he gets injured, uh, he, he could totally still win the championship. That's very true, yeah. Honest. He's... Uh, big lead now it's just too hard for anyone to catch up i mean jacques rand won his championship after he died who did jacques rand oh uh he's austrian austrian f1 driver there uh the corners the last two corners of the track of the austrian track are named after him um but i know i know what you're gonna say alex but I do think high downforce track. Lewis had an amazing qualifying lap in 2018. I would not. That? One, two, I would three, not four. count Lewis out of a Singapore race one. Me personally, um, definitely disagrees with this. Um, Mercedes, you're right about the downforce, but I mean, I think Red Bulls and Ferrari are just too strong right now. Listen, I, I actually don't think Max is going to win this race, even though he's won like 17 races in a row. I don't think he's going to win this race. But I also think that Mercedes is not going to win this race. I do think it's either going to be Charles or Carlos. Um, I mean, there might be a possibility of Mercedes uh, winning, winning if they get a great qualifying, but I mean, it really all depends. I just don't honestly see them winning at all. Well, I don't even think that they need a great qualifying. Just, like, looking at... So hard to overtake in that track, though. So narrow the street circuit. Like, there's not really any Actually, long DRS zones. They would definitely have to be in, like, first... The first yeah, first row. three, first five laps. But, I mean, if we look at Lewis, where he started, where he's finished, uh... Over the summer <laughs> hasn't been the uh, the best. Yeah. After that, but oh, if we look, actually, in Monza, started nineteenth, finished fifth. Uh, where did he start in? I forget where he started in Zandvoort. I think it was like. Didn't Max start in like sixteenth and win or something like that? Fourteenth and win. Fourteenth in Belgium. Yeah, that. I mean, that was just such a dominant performance. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, in the lead by like lap seven or lap, six. Lap eighteen, he was. Oh uh, yeah. Lap eighteen. Once, once I watched that performance, I just well knew that he was gonna this. win. Like, I just watching that incredible performance by Max. I just, I just didn't see anybody beating him after that. That was just um, absurdly great driving by Max. Well, yeah. And also, there was other stuff, but I just, yeah, I don't didn't see anybody beating Max after that. Going back, going back to Lewis in Hungary. I think was it Hungary? I don't know, but he's he started lower than he's finished in every single race, or lower or the same as he's finished in every single race except for Belgium because he had his DNF. So I wouldn't count him out as an over like I wouldn't say he couldn't overtake, but it would have to be a Singapore 2018 lap. But mm-hmm. he's done it before. 
he could do it again. But I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> in in um, the Mercedes 2022 car, maybe. I mean, Lewis always finds a way to win at least one race every year. Like, even when his car hasn't been the best, he's always found a way to win a race. Yeah, that's what I but need. I, I need him to preserve that record. I need him. Right, and like- I do think he's going to end up winning a race, whether it's Singapore or not. I just see him somehow finding a way to win a race during this year. I mean, I mean he's... Seven-time world champion, one of the greats of the sports, and I just, you see, I do think he's going to find a way to win a race this year. I just do not know if it is Singapore or not. I mean, but it, I do think it would realistically have to be Singapore or Japan, or a crash between Max and Charles. But they don't seem right. to be doing that. They don't. I mean, Lewis and uh, Max did that last year. There's been no Charles Max fights, except really early on in the season. Yeah, I'm, like, well, I think Jetta, they had a fight. I remember watching Jetta, it. Right? Jetta was a good fight. Jetta was great. I Bahrain remember that. Spain was a good fight. Uh, I didn't Max watch Spain. What? Max DNF'd in Bahrain. Well, yeah, so it, was, it was a good fight leading up to that. Yeah, but I kind of um, said that the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, I think Spain, I didn't watch Spain live. I didn't either. Uh, but... I th- I think that I've heard that there was a fight there. I, I I don't I'm not sure. It was a while ago. Um yeah, one of the great races, by the way, that I don't think it's talked to that much, was Silverstone this year. Yeah, I Sil- thought Silverstone. I didn't watch that because I was at camp, but I did hear it was very good. I, I watched the uh, I watched it on F1 TV, uh, not sponsored by the way. Um, if only that would that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be sick. Uh, but this is a great segue into our sponsor, guys. So this video is sponsored by Lords Mobile Gaming, <laughs> an online gaming tool. It's not sponsored. We can't be saying that, Alex. We can't be saying that. Not not no. sponsored. But going if back, you'd like sponsor, though, that'd be a, great. A short view back to the past. According to former McLaren mechanics, or a former McLaren mechanic, Fernando Alonso's manager would hand. Little envelopes with something like 1,500 uh, euros to anyone not working on Lewis's car in 2007. Hmm. I don't know that. I think Fernando was... Fernando in 2007 was something else. He was yeah. being outperformed by his rookie teammate after winning two championships, and he blackmailed the team... He paid his the engineers not to work on Lewis's car. Mm-hmm. And Lewis still outperformed him. I mean, that just shows how dominant Lewis is. Yeah. And Esteban has really been the only teammate since Lewis that has really put up a fight with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's this year, and they're not fighting for championships and wins and stuff. But right, but... Alpine has been surprisingly good this year. I did not think they were going to be good this year, considering, uh, like, when I first watched the summer, um, when they did the practice, I forget what track that is, Spain, is it? Yeah, it's Spain. Spain. I mean, I just didn't see them doing good this year, but I'm, I was surprised at how well they did. I mean, everyone always puts McLaren as the number four team, but Alpine... I mean, yeah, McLaren has had a very disappointing season this year. Yeah. I mean, Fernando seems to know something going to going to Aston 
from Alpine, mm-hmm. but Alpine's been doing well. That's a multi-year contract too, which I was surprised about. I thought it would only be like a one-year deal, but yeah, he's, he's get he's getting pretty old, but it's very old. Like in Canada, he he proved that his form is not off. He got P two in Canada, I think, in qualifying. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. Let's uh go to Colton Herta. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of headlines of him. He's the first, might be the first American race winner in F1 if he ends up getting a seat in F1 in like 50 years or 60 years, I think it was. Yeah, except he doesn't have the super license. Doesn't have what? He doesn't have the super license points needed. Right. And I'm pretty sure they just, I think they denied him of a super license or something like that. Mm -hmm. But he is, he's getting an FP1 session, I think. Oh, really? They're trying to get him an FP1 session. With what team? Uh, probably Toro. <laughs> I almost said Toro. Toro Rosso. I, uh, Alpha Tari. Oh. Um, uh, Pierre might be in the move this season. You saw yeah, that? Pierre, Pierre to Alpine. I would like that, but... That'd be pretty cool. A bit of a French overlord. Uh, uh, overload, yeah. Overload at that team. Um, I do think that Pierre deserves better. I mean, he's a great driver. If you put him in a great car, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think... Um, I think, I think after, you showed that last year in an Alpha Tauri, like... He was very good last year in a not so good car. So and twenty twenty he won a race. He won exactly. I was. I think. I think he sh- he should have left. I don't know. I don't know because after twenty nineteen, Red Bull was Red Bull treated him badly. Like they brought him up too early, and then they cut him after half a season. Uh-huh. Uh. And then after that, this is where I don't know what he should have done. Because he shouldn't... The Red Bull program didn't treat him well. But he did, after that, win a race and performed well in 21. So I don't know what he should have done, but I think he should move. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Jamie Chadwick uh, getting ready for her Indy Lights test. Don't know who that is. Uh, she is the best female racing driver huh. in the world. In NASCAR? Uh, no, uh, in W Series three. Actually, I'm oh. I'm not sure if she's the best, but she has won three W Series championships. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. It's uh all all women racing series. Oh, so do you think she's gonna? I think she should have had an F three, F three at least seat. For How old is she? I'm not sure. I, she's young, but. Do you think she has a career in Formula One? In Formula One. Or Formula in general. I think I think she should have been in Formula Three, but she didn't have the sponsorship. Mm-hmm. So I think she should have been in Formula Three, and then just wait to see how she performs if she does well. Of course, she should move up to F2 if she does well in F2, and there's a spot open. Mm-hmm. But I th- she's at the level for at least F3. But she's getting ready for Indy, Indy Lights test, which is kind of F2 of IndyCar, mm-hmm. uh, to explain it if, if you don't know. But, um, but yeah, it's a great opportunity for her, and she she's a fantastic driver, so. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, and... Uh, at Monza, 
F2 closes out. Uh, Felipe Dragovic won wins. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He won with three races spare, I think it was. Uh, I'm not sure, uh, but great for him. Yeah. So much talent in F2, but he did great. He won. Uh, in F3, very controversial. Victor Martin wins the championship. Uh, I'm a I'm an Oliver Behrman fan, so it's it's tough to see him not win. But uh, he's he's 17. He has he has a career in front of him. He's gonna have opportunities. Mm-hmm. So just as long as he stays performing, wins next year, uh, hopefully gets an F2 seat. The also, um, you see that Antonio Giovinazzi had some practice sessions for Haas in a couple. Yeah, he, ha- he has one at a uh, Coda. Mm-hmm. Which I found I found interesting. Uh, I didn't I don't think that I didn't think that they would uh, do that for their home race, but I mean, yeah, yes, some a uh, bit of a keep uh, Giovinazzi in the F one uh, mood, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, him up to date. Yeah, and Haas, I. At the start of the season, like, after the first race, I'm like, wow, they actually have a chance to, like, compete for maybe fourth, fifth in the Constructors. But then, after that, they kind of just fell off. Magnuson's been doing not very well at all. And then, Mick Schumacher's actually been doing pretty good. He's gotten first points, solid amount of points. He's, I, don't, I don't know where championship, but he's definitely doing much better than he was last year. He didn't get a single point last year. Well, yeah, but that, that also has to do with well, Yeah, Haas ha- in game. general. Yeah, but they did. They did this intentionally. They threw last year, and worked solely on this year, and it worked for a while. But Mick, in the beginning of the season, he was under so much pressure from the German sponsors, just from his last name. He was under so much pressure. So, I mean, and he underperformed in the first half, <laughs> but in the past, in the past couple of races, he's been doing well. Uh, <laughs> Getting himself up there, getting him in the points. So, I th- I think, I think he should have a future, and I I really like him. I'm a fan of Sebastian. I yeah. I mean, I mean Sebastian is uh, telling people that they should support uh, Mick, so I'm gonna support Mick. Um, I think that uh, Ferrari recently extended Carlos Sainz, right? Twenty twenty twenty. Five? I don't remember. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think it would be twenty-five, but I don't, I don't know the contract. But um, I would have liked to see Mix go to Ferrari. Him, Charles. That would have been nice, but that that didn't happen. I, I mean, I think at the level he was performing in the in earlier in the season, he he shouldn't have gotten a Ferrari seat. Right. Yeah, but if. <laughs> If he was performing how he is now in the beginning of the season, I do think he could have been Ferrari. Uh, I don't know. I think he... Carlos had, like, a pretty bad point of the season. Carlos also had a pretty bad start of the season. Yeah. Being uh, very friendly to the gravel. Yeah. Circuits. Paying him a lot of visits. Kind of of surprised that uh, with the new gravel at Spa, he didn't uh, say hello, but... 
he's a good driver. He got his first win this season. Did sadly, I couldn't watch live, but I, I watched it after. I mean, great job with him. That was a mm-hmm. tough race, battling with Hamilton, Verstappen, Leclerc, everyone in there. Mm-hmm. Another good race there that happened too. Yeah, and uh, to close it off, I have two questions for you. Ask away. Who do you think is the best F1 driver of all time? We'll start with Alex. Best F1 driver? Our greatest, greatest F1 driver. I, I mean, I hate to say this, but do you think it's Lewis Hamilton? Blech. But yeah. whatever. Um, I do think it's Lewis Hamilton. Um, I do think Ayrton Senna is the most respected. Um, he's the most respected out of everybody. A lot of people say he is the best, but I I don't think he's the best. I do think he's a very good driver. I just think he's the most respected. Everyone kind of thinks of him when they think of F1. But I do think that Lewis Hamilton is the better driver out of the two. And you, Jake? Yeah, um, I'm going to go. have to go here uh, in Senna, or Arrington Senna. But, yeah, um, I just think he's amazing. And, like, if you think about well, think of him so yeah uh i'm gonna go with lewis not just because i'm a lewis fan but i do think i think senna is probably the most talented f1 driver of all time but he his career was ended short with his death in 1994 and i'm kind of surprised neither of you put schumacher in in the talk but about it but i do think yeah. i i i steer away from schumacher just because to be honest schumacher it, it, he, he was a bit dirty at, at points uh 94 championship 97 championship uh it got a bit dirty and you can say that about senna but i'll talk about it a different time i i i defend senna a bit for uh I think it was 91. Lost. Yeah, and uh, my second question, best race car driver of all time? Um, Jake, you can go first. <laughs> yeah, not too sure about this question, but uh, I'm going to stick with F1 and say the same thing. Said before, I with Senna. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stick with Lewis because F1 is just the main sport in racing. Like, I mean, I guess it's NASCAR, but whenever you, I, whenever, whenever I think of racing, I think of F1. But I do think that Lewis is the best. Um, yeah, I, I just, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think to be the best race car driver of all time, you need to be good in all different types of racing, all different categories, and at the top of motorsport. And I think the person that best fits that is Graham is Hill. Kevin, I think Graham, Kevin, is who? Graham Hill. Graham uh, Hill? Yes, he is the only triple crown winner, so that means he's won Monaco, 24 Hours Le Mans, and the Indy 500, uh, F1 world champion in the 60s, uh, and just overall a very good driver. And 
he has that experience in multiple categories. He has championships in multiple categories. So I think that is that I think that makes him the greatest race car driver of all time. Of course, you could say uh, people in a rally car like Sebastian Loeb, uh, people in NASCAR, people. Uh, you could say Lewis. You could say Michael. You could say Senna. But I'm gonna go with Graham Hill. And uh, okay. I just want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, I think it's been a great episode, and uh, please listen to us in the future.